1: He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Um, Steelers numbers before and after the bye. It's mind-boggling. 14.1 points per game, which was last was in the la- NFL. I mean,
2: everything was last or bottom yeah. of you know, right.
1: After the bye, 20.9 points per game, mm-hmm. which was 15th in the league.
2: Yeah.
1: Yards per game, 299, which was 28th. After the bye, three hundred and forty-four, which is sixteenth. Right, right. Ninety-four point nine rushing yards per game before the bye. That's twenty-fifth. One hundred and forty-six rushing yards per game after. That is seventh. Two hundred and four passing yards per game before the bye. That was twenty-fourth. One hundred and ninety-eight after that. That was twenty-first. Yeah. Because there were so many bad quarterbacks all of a sudden playing down the stretch. 33.6% Uh, 33.6% third down conversion rate. That what was
2: 20-
1: 33. 33.6. So they've got one out of every three.
2: Wow, that's amazing.
1: Before the buy, that was 28th. 54.3% conversion after. rate after the buy. Number that one. was best. Be one, yeah. yeah. Red zone efficiency, 47.6%, 27th. Mm-hmm. After the buy, 54.8, which was 17th.
2: Real quick, just stop you there, I think. I saw some questions about Kenny in the red zone. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the red zone offense as a whole seems like an underreported story around here. Drastically has improved lately. They're yeah. scoring touchdowns. Right. Well, that's why you're – well, they don't before. score
1: touchdowns. Look at. Don't just look at the season numbers. Right, right, right. Look at the, what they've done. Again, when when NFL teams break things down, they look at this. How are you playing right now? Yeah.
2: Right, yeah, right, right. I have some further ones to even take it a step further. Mike, Mike Sando put this out today. He looked at the most improved offenses in the league from a year ago. So this includes the entire Steelers season. Yeah. Half of which was ugly as you just laid out. Right. Only five teams improved more than the Steelers. It's like the Lions, you know, teams that were awful that went to good. You know, I mean, yeah. the, the obvious ones. I mean, so they vastly improved from a year ago. I ran EPA today just from the buy on. Now, that was nine games, 10 to 18 week. And... I was a little shocked with the offensive numbers. I mean they're they don't quite pass the sniff test. But in those 9 games, second half of the season, fourth in EPA on offense. Fourth in rushing EPA on offense. Fifth on per dropback. Now I don't think they're a top 5 offense. But in that stretch, but if you're dominant. if you're
1: converting third downs, exactly. You're not turning ball over. You're staying on the field. You're winning the time of possession.
2: I wonder what their time possessions are.
1: Game in and game out, yeah. Yeah, That's one that I didn't cite, but it's
2: got to be as drastic as any of them. Without a doubt. Because they were worst in the league, and now they're like third in the league. Yeah. And that's combined.
1: If you look at Football Outsiders, Mm -hmm. DVOA, last year in DVOA, the Steelers finished 23rd.
2: Offensively? Overall. Oh, okay.
1: Overall, they were the 23rd best team in DVOA. They finished the season 14th.
2: Yeah. I think that's where they're at. Right, like the last time we did Power Ranks, we had ten teams ahead of them safely, five or six that were in the same neighborhood, and that included teams like the Packers that didn't show so well this past week. You know, I mean, I absolutely believe they're a top seven team in the AFC. Yeah, I know that.
1: Well, if we just look at the AFC, so Buffalo's on there, Kansas City.
2: Last year, you're talking about or this, year? Th- this year. Oh, okay, okay. The
1: teams ahead of them: Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati. No surprise sure. there. Baltimore still up there. DFLA
2: loves Baltimore for some yeah. reason, and Aaron Schatz will even say, "I'm not quite sure why it is."
1: Miami is eighth for some reason. Mm. That's five. Mm-hmm. Then you got Cleveland for some reason. I, I don't know. They, why love, they Cleveland love Cleveland as well. Too. Right. Jacksonville, Pittsburgh.
2: Okay, so they're eight. They're eight. Right, but I'll take my chances against Cleveland. Baltimore for the year had a better year than Cleveland. Cleveland's the one that really stands out. Baltimore has been but really been really bad. Yeah,
1: actually, if you looked, I bet if you broke down Baltimore's numbers pre buy or pre first half and then Pulled the last nine games because Lamar they weren't playing well with Lamar. No, they weren't before he it's got not hurt. Just
2: a pre after yeah. injury thing. One thing, well, two things about Baltimore is their, their defense game. got better. Defense is awesome. Yeah, and their special teams is probably one. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like uh, Special teams
1: or... ended up uh, third.
2: Yeah. I so mean, that, that was one thing that killed the Patriots this year. Is they were 32nd. Awful, awful. yeah. They're never just bad. Just let them two kickoffs for a touchdown. I yeah. mean, they lost yesterday. All right.
1: So, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it, it's a big jump. When we were talking before the season started, and we thought that the, the defense would be a top five mm-hmm. unit in DVOA. Football Outsiders so thought the defense would be a top five unit in DVOA. They had them number yeah. one going into the season, if you remember. Yeah,
2: I do. I do, I do.
1: Uh they finished twelfth. Okay. Which is somewhat disappointing. But again, the, the the You lost your
2: best player for most of the Yeah, the,
1: the pre or the, the with and without Watt numbers are mm-hmm. dramatic. dramatic. Hundred different yards. Hundred yards difference and like eight points difference.
2: Does that add up to you a hundred percent? I mean they're so drastic. That it, I mean, they have like one win without them. Also, in a tie, it, so it was also years. when
1: they decided to start running the football. I
2: was to say, there's other things. There are other they things. Played that factor, they played They played yeah. easier teams. The offense was better. You you didn't lose. I mean, the KZ came back. They did play
1: some teams that if they if they had Watt, if they have Watt, they beat the Jets. I if they, they have what, they beat the Patriots. Games. Yeah, we
2: said that to buy. Yeah, I mean, like I think they win two more games with buy.
1: Yeah, so one. some of it, yeah, is real.
2: I know I, <laughs> it's definitely real. I mean, I, I just don't know how real because the, the splits are unbelievably insane. You know, yeah, the they might, they outside. probably
1: beat Miami if they have won.
2: I think so. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely think so. I think they win two of those three,
1: at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe so, all
2: three. I mean, he's that good. I just, my only qualms with it is like if you told me. The Bulls without Jordan, I get it. You know what I mean? Like he's one fifth of the team, but he's really eighty percent of the team. Or the Pens without Lemieux. I mean, I get you know. But well, we now
1: have something to look at. You know, the Rams without Aaron Donald.
2: Right, right, right. They weren't, but they also didn't have Stafford. Well, yeah, (laughs) you know, or Cup, or you know, there's there's all context. But uh, the Watt splits are so extreme to me. Of course, they mean something, but I think that the the haters will say, well, they should never be that dependent on one player. Well isn't it better to have him than not? Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you drafted him, you developed him. That I means that just means they have a bad contingency plan for when he gets hurt. You can't plan for. I mean I you think can't, that's being a little You can't rough. plan to
1: play without Jordan if you're the bulls. Right, right. You know? well, I'll
2: just get another one. <laughs>
1: Okay. I don't care who the backup is. He's He's, the backup.
2: He's not even a shell of who the other one is. Right. Yeah, the other team isn't... by the way, there's a salary cap, and you need to have an offensive line. The other team
1: isn't game planning to keep that guy from wrecking the game.
2: Right. And to me, that's the biggest influence Watt had this year. I don't think anyone would argue that he was a better football player this year than last year. He wasn't. Right. And, and, And for obvious reasons. But they were much better with him.
1: Without a doubt.
2: But... Yeah. And... Heisman's a bad example because he excelled without him. But everybody, you know, everybody steps up because of the attention he draws on Tuesday, on Wednesday. The opponent's worried about Watt, you know, and he does the little things well. They're spending half
1: the day on Tuesday when they're coming up with their game plan on not allowing that guy to wreck the game.
2: Yeah. Where they don't have to do that otherwise. (laughs) You know, right. I mean, it's like playing against Lamar or not. I mean, of course, it's a huge difference. So the offensive DVOA this year. This year. Okay. Eighteenth, wow, and they were thirty second at one point, point, in the thirties, they, they
1: were down, they were down low. Yeah, so they finished eighteenth, you know. And when we and talked that for the whole year, when we yeah, when we talked in, in the off offseason going into the season, we said if they finish around twenty, you'll take it. You'll take it, right? Right. Well, they finished eighteenth,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, O line, we would have taken twenty in a heartbeat. Um, back to the first conversation we had. Rookie quarterback wins more games than he starts than he loses. lose. Any team would take that. I mean, any yeah. team would take that.
1: Their offensive line, according to, these, are the basic offensive line mm-hmm. rankings from D, from uh, football outsiders. Tenth.
2: Wow. They've got to get better and better. Right. Is there any way, I know you can, I just don't have it in front of me. Do you mind sorting DVOA from week 10 on like no. I did with okay. EPA yeah. today? Because I bet they're pretty darn close in terms of DVOA and EPA and all that good stuff. While you're doing that, I was a little shocked. What I referenced, you know, those nine games from Week 10 on, they were top five on offense, which I don't think it's a top five unit. They were a little harsher on the defense, though. They were 12th on the defense during that stretch, 20th against the pass, 10th against the run. 12th and 10th didn't bother me, but 20th against the pass, I was a little shocked from Week 10 on.
1: So, in terms of uh, total DVOA since Week 10, okay. they were number 7 overall. Wow. The teams ahead of them, San Francisco, Buffalo, KC, Cincinnati, Detroit, Philadelphia, and then Pittsburgh.
2: The elite teams in the league, yeah. Yeah. I should have done that with total team. I didn't. I just broke it up off in offensive.
1: Offensive the DVOA. DVOA, they were 10th.
2: Wow. Okay. That makes more sense than my fourth.
1: Yeah. The teams ahead of them were KC, San Francisco, Detroit, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Green Bay, Seven uh, was uh, the Giants. The uh, Giants. Eagles were eighth.
2: Jacksonville. And Green Bay were in the ball.
1: Yeah, Jacksonville ninth, and then Pittsburgh 10. Uh, passing defense DVO, they were 10th in, in passing DVOA.
2: Since offensive, it, what are Okay. Uh, yeah, offensive. Offense, yeah. Uh, and that r- run was really high.
1: Rushing offense, they were number
2: nine. Hmm, okay. So by either one of these metrics we like, they were top 10. In pretty much yeah. all offensive categories.
1: Defensive DVOA since week 10. Fourth.
2: Wow. See, that adds up more to me than the 12th at yeah. the EPA.
1: That's with 11th on pass defense, number one against the run.
2: Wow. Okay. Number one. So they were much kinder to the Steelers.
1: Yeah. And it was close. It was They were one. Baltimore was two.
2: Okay. Baltimore was really good.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if you look at that defensive DVOA, it was 14.6. Uh, San Francisco is number one at minus 22 over that period. Okay. Yeah. Then you had New Orleans at minus 16.2. Baltimore at minus 16. The Steelers at minus 14.6. Just ahead of New England. Minus 14.5.
2: That adds up. And to me, that makes – I like the DVOA interpretation of that better than the EPA one. Just because I think – Well, They also weight
1: the opponents in as well. Right.
2: I don't know how EPA's calculated its way over my head. But, I mean, so, interesting. Nine games I mean, yeah. for more than half the season.
1: I'll be interested to see next year. Um, you know when we start getting the uh, win totals and things of that mm-hmm. nature. What Very kind of so. what kind of win total the to Steelers? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's eight and a half or nine.
2: Which is bigger than you think, because they always crowd towards the middle. Yeah. So that's a a better interpretation of a winning team than you might think. But I bet you're right. I bet it's nine ish.
1: Yeah, especially somewhere nice. when they
2: factor in the schedules and yeah. all that stuff too. Might
1: be nine and a half. But mm-hmm. We'll see, but I, I think they're going to get a little more respect than they got this year with that at seven and a half, or se- I even got it. He saw it at seven.
2: Yeah, and both of us leaned towards the over at the time. Right? Yeah, I mean, just knowing the history of the team and sweated it a little bit, <laughs> you know. But not I did lately. Not, as
1: I told Bob Pompiani today, mm-hmm. he's the seven and two in the second half. When we were sitting here, when they were two and six, I said, Would I be surprised if they finished nine and eight? Not one bit. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, that's crazy, yeah. Um, you know, I, thought, I was thinking more like maybe they go six and three in the second half. Sure. But they went seven they and were two. better than we thought. Seven and two. Um, uh, we said
2: a million times, I'll be critical of this team if the second half goes like the first half and it's not noticeably better. It was still better than I thought. Yeah, I mean, it really was the results and the the play on the field and the progress of the quarterback and all that and the running game in particular was better than I expected.
1: I think that's why you have to look at this and say, you know, this team um, with some. And again, I don't think they're major tweaks. I think they're minor, more minor tweaks. You're not bringing in two new starting offensive linemen next year. You Probably might. Not. You might bring in two new starting inside linebackers.
2: That's the. The one position I think is the weakest as it stands right yeah. now.
1: I mean, are you going to count on Miles Jack to stay healthy? I wouldn't. All next year? Probably can get not. get out of his
2: contract, I think he's get out of it and yeah. send him on his way.
1: Um, outside of that, I mean, are you are You going to have two new starting cornerbacks next year? Probably not.
2: Because no. I think Wallace will be back, and he could be one of them. Sutton, I think, has a very good chance to be back. Pierre will be back. I mean, I'm not saying that those three are going to be the only guys you play with. It might be a first-round pick. It might be, you know, whatever. Um, Defense is interesting because all the free agents I'm interested in keeping are basically on that side of the ball and can make a a case to – to do it or not, and Ogunjobi, you know, because these guys aren't going to be cheap now. Right. You're not going to get Edmonds deals across the boards. You know, I mean, he's going to get paid. KZ's going to get paid. See, I
1: still, I still think if I, when I look at Edmonds, is he? He's not going to get. I said last year I thought he'd get six.
2: I don't think he'll get eight. Right. I think I that's, that's just that get, position. Right. It's hard to be a safety because the studs have been getting paid lately, Yeah, but there's not a second class. Right, it'll there's no middle be, class, right. there probably be a third class guy because yeah. they're not going to give him 12, 10, yeah. you know. And so, you know,
1: I'd, I'd be interested in bringing both he and KZ back.
2: My only reservation with that, and I would too, they would be definitely on my short list of guys I'm talking to today, you know, including Sutton. Um I just don't know how much you want to put in the safety room. I, I, hear it, I hear it you yeah, know?
1: but if you're gonna play three of them
2: you're gonna play three of them right I think that's here to stay if, if, yeah. if you lose Edmonds you better find a strong safety if you lose KZ you better find a a free you know right it just depends I think that have... I
1: think they showed that this year you especially need it's nice to be able to move makeup Fitzpatrick around
2: unbelievably it, it has yeah. to be a fixture now yeah, I mean, they, you have to have three legit guys, not the Killebrews and Allens and all right, the yeah, right, special right, teams guys. Right, no, right. guys that can, that, that can actually play. They can play fifty percent of the snaps or more.
1: You know, maybe you have two new starting defensive linemen next year. I don't know, but one, but they might be on the roster. Like maybe Demarvin Leal becomes he becomes
2: a eighty snap guy. Yeah, or, you know, eighty percent snap guy or whatever. Right. Um, no, I, I and even the O line, I can live with these five. Yeah. you know, like I want I, to
1: add to that.
2: Right, I, I'm not going in just with these five and hope they stay healthy again, or you know, I mean, you're going to use your picks on stuff. Yeah, and it's going to be. I'm a looking to, like it,
1: if the only thing that they did in free agency this year mm-hmm. from outside was to add an inside linebacker.
2: That would be my. it's Funny you said that. I mean, I know we've had this discussion. Before. I don't know
1: if they need to add anything else from from the outside
2: if they can keep the majority of their own that they like, which to me is. Eighty percent of Ogunjobi, Sutton, K.Z. Edmonds. Am I missing anyone? I think. I think think they.
1: I think they'd like Gentry back, just because you've. Yeah, I I think
2: he's closer to Boykin in priority than he is the the guys I mentioned. Yeah, just because he's He's a blocking. He's a blocking tight end. Yeah. I mean, the guys I'm talking to today, are the ones I just mentioned. Yeah, you know, those four. Bush isn't one of them. Jack, I would strongly consider getting out of his contract.
1: Unless you can get him to say, hey, Miles, we're going to – we need you to take a pay cut. Yeah. yeah just cause you're if, on you, if you want to stay here. you Yeah, you played
2: – I assume Spoon will be the same way where he's probably gone, you know, just because you're – so you're going to open up more cap space. But I'm just like you said, if I'm getting one big ticket item from outside the organization, it's an off-the-ball linebacker. Yeah. Which I know isn't the best business in the world, and the analytics folks will say, that's not smart. Imagine what this defense would have been like with a a playmaker there all year that's out there 90% of the snaps. Look at
1: the difference Roquan Smith made with Baltimore's defense. It's night and day.
2: It's night and day, 100%. And they protect him pretty well. He'd be able to run and hit a lot. And I don't want to go shopping in the draft for that.
1: Yeah, it takes too long for those guys to to develop.
2: There's just too much track record there. Like Perfect world to me, Robinson's going to be in the mix. See what he does. You can't count on him. I want a big-time linebacker that costs a lot of money. And we could go into names, and I have a few. And then a month after free agency, hey, you've been around the block a long time. No one's calling yeah. you. Why don't you come on a one-year deal? And I can live with you. You better, right. you know, you know what you're doing. You're gonna,
1: you're gonna battle Mark Robinson for a starting job. Yeah, or maybe you're, teach you're gonna him a thing or two you're on you're you're it. You're gonna be in the mix. We're gonna use all three of you like we mm-hmm. did this year.
2: But and I'm not a big Spillane fan, but if no one's calling him and he wants to take a a very cheap deal, throw him in the mix or, yeah. or fifth round pick there too or whatever. But yeah, if you could go add an every down real playmaker there, you're you're talking.
1: Yeah, if if this if this draft turns out to be more about building depth mm-hmm. than plugging guys, plug and play guys, which you may find.
2: Which you may find, right. But you
1: but if you don't need those guys. You don't need to draft somebody at 17 who is is automatically thrown into your starting lineup. You don't need to draft somebody at 32 who's automatically thrown into your starting lineup. They're going to compete for a job. Sure. As opposed to what we've seen over the last... Oh,
2: you're going to beat out Dan Moore. It's not yeah. like handing it to Pouncey. Right, then, yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
1: or, you know, you draft Shazier, and he's the first day of, of uh, mini minicamp. He's, he's your starting inside linebacker.
2: Right, right, right. I could see it not being the case. I mean, I'm sure... Omar learned a thing or two from Kevin, but we've talked about it a million year a million times. Kevin was supremely good at I can play with this team the minute the minute the draft opens before right. we've even made a pick. I could go out there on a Sunday and field a competitive team and I foresee this roster being in that way. And just a hunch, you know, with Omar's background, it wouldn't shock me if left tackle, corner, expensive positions yeah. are your first picks. You know, yeah. maybe they don't have to play right this minute, but yeah, it yeah, saves they've... you from going and it's overspending on a left hand. right? Maybe that, maybe that
1: corner is now your nickel.
2: For now, for and now, learns, right. yeah, as opposed to being an eighteen million dollar guy that's worth twelve million. Right, you know. Yeah. You that on those guys.
1: Maybe that offensive tackle that you take in the draft or a guard or whoever it may be is, mm-hmm. is your is your swing guy on game mm-hmm. days and he's again, he's your guy going out there when you play six offensive linemen and
2: Yeah. And he's super talented, but he needs a year in the weight room or you know what I mean, yeah. or techniques up in the air, you know. But I don't want to be in the market for a left tackle. I got one in house. You know, that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah. So it's an expensive it, position. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting and we'll start uh getting more into that stuff here um over the next few weeks as uh yeah. well, What's it's, the
2: left tackle from Georgia tonight. Just I mean, a, there was a corner, at Georgia, Ringo. You know, I mean, there's a couple guys tonight that start to get excited about too.
1: Yeah, watch watch Georgia in general. He's, yeah, they got good
2: players. They got good guys. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a lot of players all over that field. But uh, yeah, the the, the tackle is certainly intriguing. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll be he'll in that be range. Ringo will be in that range. Yeah, although I've seen some people start to sour on him a little bit. Maybe he's a safety.
2: I've heard that too. With yeah. Size and that Marvin Harrison Jr. got the better of him, and he's a little bit of a hit and miss. But one thing I have noticed is. It seems like 17, there's about five corners projected between yeah. 10 and 24-ish.
1: That's the sweet spot for that.
2: It seems like that's kind of going to be a rich area. There's yeah. a lot of Ramsey that's going to go two, you know. but right. They always go a little higher than they should. But I bet there's two or three in that neighborhood, Porter, whoever, you know.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that is the sweet spot for mm-hmm. that. If I had to put money down right now as we sit here on January 9th, what's the Steelers' first-round uh, first draft pick? corner would be my You're pretty high on the list in yeah. terms of
2: if we were making odds cuz I don't think they're going to spend 20 million on a corner outside the order.
1: No, I don't think so either. They might it, get Sutton money but yeah. I don't, it's not going to be if you can money. draft and develop one who turns right. into a guy. Yeah, yeah. Um
2: I mean I'd love to see Sutton Wallace Pierre in a first round pick. Yeah. Cuz that first round pick doesn't have to play week 1, but he if might, he does, yeah, <laughs> he might be like wow, Pickens is really good. We better put him out there. <laughs> Nobody's catching balls with this guy at camp. Let's yeah. Get him in the game.
1: Great how that works out when, <laughs> when, when you do it that way. Um, so or we'll we'll even at
2: thirty-two. I mean, there, there's it yeah. seems like a deep corner class too. You know? Yeah, that's the
1: other thing. I mean, you could you could take two. You could take, you a, take a guy two. who is strictly a nickel. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah. You know, get those kind of guys. Uh,
2: again, oh, we'll, off season's gonna be really fun.
1: It absolutely Wish it is wasn't
2: here quite yet, but oh well.
1: Yeah, that's you know the reality of the situation, and and uh, you know that's. You, you know, any time it ends, it's always too early unless you win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. But That's you just went too. out on a win. You went yeah. out on
2: a high note. It wasn't the way the Jets ended. Right. Know, or, 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 Six or, losses in a row. Right, oh, right, my right. Goodness. Well, things look good, and then we just get destroyed. And now, you know, Jets Nation Radio is not real fun right now.
1: No, you no. It probably hasn't sure, been for the last month and a half. I'm
2: sure Dolphins Nation Radio is real fun right now. Yeah, wait they till they,
1: they're going to get killed. <laughs> right. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just a little programming update here. Matt and I will be back with you every day this week. Yes. Uh, I think we go back to uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting next week. Okay. Uh, and then I think the week after that, I might head to Mobile.
2: I just got my credentials approved today.
1: There you go. So, so hopefully
2: that all works out for both of us.
1: Absolutely. So uh, hopefully, fun. yeah, we'll have some fun down there. We'll, we'll start getting a look at these uh, young uh, prospects in this year's draft. So lots to, to go, get you know, get to here. Um, you know, what, about eight weeks, six, seven, eight weeks, we'll be heading to uh, Indianapolis for the, oh, the yeah. scouting combine.
2: It's not – we're going to have a hard time finding stuff to talk about. Right?
1: No, we got plenty to talk about, yeah. and the Steelers have – premium draft picks this year, yep. uh, so it should be a lot of fun. And
2: these playoff games will be fun, even if the Steelers are not in them. You know? lot Lots of, in them right there, yeah, too. I mean, a couple of division teams league. in there and yeah. see what happens with that, obviously. With Lamar. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on in the league. See if
1: the Steelers can get some of the guys uh, who are pending free agents under contract. We'll mm-hmm. see all, how all this stuff goes. It's, it's certainly uh, the NFL does not give you much downtime. There's about two weeks no. in July where there's nothing going on that's in the NFL. That's and that's it. it.
2: And we didn't even touch on head coaching, you know, vacancies that are probably be a lot more tomorrow for us to talk about. I it. would think so, yeah.
1: Coordinators fired, things yeah, of that nature. All so the
2: rumors and who's getting, you know, who's interviewing, and all that good stuff.
1: Absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll be back again tomorrow to talk to you about that. But until then, uh, for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air. I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.